Hello, this is Fabi. Thank you for being here. I'm super excited about my very first episode to this podcast. If you haven't yet, maybe go back and listen at the intro that I recorded. You should be able to find it on my profile and you will get to know more about myself and the reasons why I'm here and the things I want to cover in this space. But let's get started with today's topic is something that I'm super passionate about. It's called conscious parenting. It's a parenting philosophy that I have been following and researching and learning, but especially putting into practice or trying to put it into practice because it's not easy. It's very challenging. It's all related to us as parents and going like inwards within ourselves. And anyways, <laughs> I think you might have heard about it because over the last years, luckily, it became a bit more popular. But almost nine years ago, when I had my first son, I never heard about any parenting books, obviously. And I saw a list of different books that someone was recommending online and I read The Conscious Parent and it really got my attention. So I went straight away and ordered it online and it took me a few years to read it. But not only because I was so busy, as you know, you are as a first time parent, but also because I was really trying to absorb everything, single word, everything resonated so much with me. I was making notes, I was taking it all in. So it took me a few years to actually finish it. But then I was lucky enough that last year I I took a very long course with the author of the book. I'm going to leave her name and the name of the book in the notes whenever I learn how to do the notes here, but I will try and the course that I did was amazing because it was lots of practices and going as I said inside like going within yourself and trying to get to know and understand many things about yourself but we will get there today I want to start with a very personal anecdote that I it will help me explain the way I see um, being more conscious about us and about situations and reactions and things so The anecdote that I wanted to share with you goes back, like I think, probably 20 years ago. I was uh, at my parents' house between uni classes. I was dating my husband then, and I was baking a pie, a chocolate pie for his dad, right? And it was really, I mean, a super common thing for me to do. I love baking. I love bringing things to people's uh, birthdays or whatever. So I was doing that like around lunchtime, probably. I made it. I was very proud. It looked really nice. Uh, that was the only few minutes that I have in the day to make that to be able to bring it at night for the dinner that they invited me. <laughs> and I, there was someone at home um, helping us back then, right, at, at my parents' place. And that person was probably making lunch. And I asked her to please keep an eye on the pie and let me know. I mean, and just to take it off the oven when it was ready. So I, a few minutes later, <laughs> I was probably getting ready to go back to uni and I could smell something and it, Uh, I ran to the kitchen and I opened the oven and the pie was completely burned, like pitch black. And I don't know about you, but I hate <laughs> burned. I mean, food that gets burned in general, but chocolate pie, chocolate, chocolate burned is awful. I don't know if you bake chocolate. Anyways, uh, the thing is that um, I got really upset and I took the pie from the oven and I put it probably in not the nicest way on top of that kitchen bench and it literally splashed over the wall that was next to the kitchen bench and the whole pretty much wall got full of chocolate pie and I then looked at that person and said a few things that probably not were not uh, things that weren't too nice <laughs> pretty much complaining why she uh, let my pie get burned So I went with my life as normal. I just, I probably 
I wasn't proud of it, but I remember it became like this funny story that my husband used to tell our friends. Like, oh, you have to know what happened. One day she took the pie and then it splashed it against it. Oh, it was, it was terrible. But back then, I didn't have the capacity to go back, right? When I was calmer and more relaxed and, I mean, a few days later, go back to that moment and check what was happening, what was going on, because I could probably justify my reaction by saying, oh, I didn't have more time to bake the pie. How dare that person not to look really after my pie? If she was there, she could have helped me. I don't know. I could probably find many reasons to justify myself. But the thing is that nothing really justified that overreaction. Nothing really justifies like not having had my expectations clear about that person who was already busy and I was asking something that wasn't real for her, right? And where was the, the acceptance? Like, how hard was it for me to understand that, well, this is it. Like, you don't have a pie. You will have to buy something. <laughs> you can, you cannot bring this burnt pie to tonight's dinner. So... If I would have gone back to that moment a few days later, I would have probably realized that something else was playing in my head. Something that had happened in the morning, something that maybe I was in a fight with my husband when this happened. Something else must have been happening in my head, right? That it could be something that was happening on that day, right? Like the one I said with my husband or with my boyfriend then, or something that happened at uni. Or it could be something bigger that was playing in my head, like, I don't know, related to the way I want to control things or my time management. On. I wouldn't know because I didn't do this exercise to realize what was happening. But the thing is that something that was happening in my life at that very moment or some thoughts that I was having in my head were taking me away from the present moment. The thing is, when we are present in what is happening in front of us, we react in a much more better way because we are reacting to whatever is happening. We are putting our expectations clear. We are accepting the present moment, whatever it is. And we are reacting to what is happening, to the fact, okay, the pie is burned. Then I need to get something else I need to buy. Now, think about all of these concepts. And I know there are different concepts and we will continue to talk about this. This was just to open the topic, right? I wanted to explain why I find it so fascinating. And if we translate all of these concepts into parenting and you think about how being present can benefit uh, our interactions with our kids, it's, it's massive. It's really, really big because we are putting everything on us as parents. We are realizing with this that if we get to know ourselves better, if we get to know what is playing in our head, how to deal better with the thoughts that is coming in, in our heads or the patterns that we are repeating or the triggers, if we learn to deal with all of this, but then we can be more present and we can teach them better lessons we can react in a much more better way when they misbehave or when they do something. And we can connect with them in a much more better way by being present. So conscious parenting, the way I see it, it's, it's not something that we switch one day to the other. It's something that we work towards every day. It's something that helps you to go inwards and understand so many things about yourself. Because when you go back to a reaction that you had early today with your child and you understand that you weren't completely reacting to what that, that was happening or that could, you could have reacted in a much more better way or you realize that there was a trigger. For example, I find triggers fascinating because triggers are pretty much something that happening in the present moment is reminding you or is bringing back something that happened in the past. And you might not remember clearly what it was, but the emotions that you felt were coming back. 
And when we realize what type of things trigger us, uh, then we can learn how to put those triggers on the side and react to what is happening and realize that, okay, I'm being triggered by this. And let's recognize it by recognizing that's a huge step towards working on being more present and putting that specific trigger or realizing that the feeling that you're having is not because of what's happening. It's because of something that happened in the past that is being moved inside your head. For example, I don't know, for me, um, a massive trigger is the mess. When I walk into my kid's room, I know anyone can get upset, but if, if it's particularly messy, I get super triggered by that. And I haven't discovered why. <laughs> I, haven't on the, I haven't really discovered why, but I'm working on that. And I'm working every day on realizing what my triggers are, what patterns I'm repeating unconsciously, what can I do to be more present and to really focus in accepting the child I have and the moment in time they're at. So it's as I say, I mean, it's a work in progress. I'm working every day towards this. I'm trying to work on being present every day and to get to know myself. And it's a very personal journey because what I do to get to understand myself better might be very different to what you do or what you need and we all have the tools within ourselves to get to realize and learn a lot about ourselves and get all of this information about our reactions and about our interactions and and about our triggers and patterns and so many different things we have the tools to recognize them we just need to find those tools and for some people an amazing tool could be I don't know going for a run because that helps them to clear their head and put their thoughts in order and then they can be more present for some other people, it might be doing therapy because they need to understand some triggers or they need to understand something that happened in the past that might be affecting the way you react in your present moment. For some people, it could be simply going out with friends or having an early night and read and have a cup of tea on their own or meditate. I don't know. We each have to find our own tools that could help us in this journey, in this way of becoming more conscious and more present and get to know ourselves, especially get to know ourselves. And I feel there are so many elements and concepts around conscious parenting, right? But if I have to put two key elements, like the two key elements from my perspective, I would say the first one is this, the one we have been talking uh, about so far, about ourselves and understanding where we're coming from, the patterns that we might be repeating, our triggers, how to to put our thoughts on the side and be more present. All of this that is related to us as parents is the first key element. And the second one I would say is understanding or being conscious about how all of this is going to affect our kids and affects our kids, not only in their everyday now, but in the future. Like We are building their subconscious mind. Their future subconscious mind is the one we're building right now. So... I find this or I try to see this as a motivation or as an inspiration that helps me to move forward in a much more better way and helps me to work a lot on healing myself and working on, on being that parent that I want to be for them. And I feel if we see it this way, instead of seeing it as a I don't know, as something that is going to stop you from improving. Because in the end of the day, when we judge ourselves and when we are constantly criticizing ourselves or feeling overwhelmed, then we get stuck. We don't move. We don't learn. The way I see it is that I try to see this as an inspiration, motivation, as I said before. And I try to keep in mind that we are not going to get it right the whole time. We are not supposed to get it right the whole time because we are humans. We can only try. And as I said before as well, this is a work in progress. 
is something, is a way to move forward. Even if we have older kids, we can always start again. We can always apologize when we don't react in the best way. We are not going to get it right all the time, but we can try and <laughs> we can keep trying and trying and learning. And anyways, I hope this was helpful. I hope um, I didn't um, confuse you more around conscious parenting. As I said, this is just to open the conversation And we will continue to talk about this and I can't wait to share more of my personal experience with this. And to finish with, I wanted to share um, even like this week, I think it was yesterday or the day before in the morning, I used one of those many tools that I was saying before that we can all find within ourselves. And there are bigger tools to get to know ourselves and to have more perspective or where we are coming from and the way we are interacting with our kids. And there are smaller tools, like for our everyday, to be more calmer and patient. And this one was one of those smaller tools. And the other day I was feeling super overwhelmed. We were running late. Everyone was asking for something different. The house was messy and the lunchboxes weren't ready and oh, so many things at the same time. And I quickly went to the bathroom and I felt my hands were very cold and I put them on top of my eyes. And it really, I took a deep breath and it really helped me to relax a little bit and I walk out of the bathroom being a lot more calmer and present like patient especially more patient <laughs> so it's very personal it's one of those that I feel that helps me and that's what we have to find within ourselves what we need to be calmer and present and more patient and all of this that we've been saying so far so thank you for listening and see you next time <laughs>